Season 3, Episode 22, where we watched Gigolos, Season 2, Episode 1 and 2. I'm Chris Lorenz. I'm no Singer. My name is Max, but I decided to go with something a little more masculine, maybe something like a Greek god. How about Hercules? Is Hercules a Greek god? I thought he was kicked out of Goddamn. Yeah, I, I was actually I was questioning that too. He's he's a son of Zeus. Yeah, just shut the fuck up. He's from Greek mythology. Okay, all right, it's fine. <laughs> Minutia, real quick. <laughs> uh, so, Gigolos. Uh, no one looked up the description for Gigolos. How so. did we find this show, Chris? Yeah, well, let's go to the discovery. Process. All right. So back in the day, we did a lot of naked reality shows. So we've always kind of like on the lookout for them. So we did a little Googling and apparently IMDb has a top reality shows section. And in Google, you can find the top naked reality shows. And this is uh, in the top five. Uh, This show's fucking insane. (laughs) Uh, Definitely insane. I'll give you that. I got got a description here. Hit me. It's uh, probably not from them, but... uh, The reality series follows several men in Las Vegas who work as gigolos, although for legal reasons, the company's owner classifies the business as a companion service whose clients pay an hourly rate. The show, which delves into the guy's personal and professional lives, is surprisingly truthful and heartfelt, and it shows the wild ride that real-life escorts experience. The men providing companionship include Wisconsin native Nick, who was in the Air Force before starting his company that books entertainment for private parties. Athletic Vin, who has a passion for learning, and entrepreneur Brace, whose business interests include real estate and nutritional supplements. What about my boy Jimmy? Jimmy. He didn't make the, he didn't make the cut. All right. He might have been cut at some point. He may have been before cut. Before that. Usually these descriptions are very specific to the current season. Yeah. Yeah, that's is, true. Which is very weird. All right. This show is fucking wild. Basically, uh, you got these five guys and they're male escorts and they go meet with women who agree to be on television and sometimes they're fucking and, you know, it's not censored or anything. They're just going at it. Yeah. uh, This is a Showtime network show. Yeah. This is some show. Oh my God. I should have been Skinamax. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. You, you missed the book. Th- th- there was a lot of opportunities. I was actually a little, uh, underwhelmed with your, I, I did. Li- I mean, I like the callback yeah. to the show. Uh, yeah. you know what? I'm Skinamax from here on out. That, 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 that is a great choice. All right. Skinamax. Great choice. Yeah. I, I actually, I, I don't, I wouldn't say this is an insane show. I, I I think the topic matter is insane, but the show itself, like there's no set up drama or th- or characters that are over the top. It's more of this line of work is over the top. Sure, yeah, uh, yeah. The show is not that insane. I take it back. It's uh, just surprising. Okay, yeah. so you watch a show called Gigolos, and the first thing you see essentially is they go with the client. And they're just banging this client after like five minutes. And you're like, okay, this is the kind of show we're going to watch. <laughs> it just is not. It's so unexpected versus any other rea- show we've ever watched. Yeah. Like we've seen Naked Attraction. 
Okay. We've seen it's it's very unsexualized naked attraction. Like there's naked people and you know, they're kind of being put on a pedestal, but there's no like sexual thing happening. We've seen Seth Rogen naked. Very sexual, obviously. <laughs> very this is the most sexual thing I think we've seen. We've yes. seen people dating naked, but never fucking naked. <laughs> I mean it's, you know, in life, sure. <laughs> But on this podcast, no. Yeah. yeah, the I think the most surprising thing of the show is that the people who hire the gigolos, they introduce themselves on camera. They say their profession, their name. They are totally open and, I mean, seemingly shameless that they are hiring a prostitute. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, and. You know, honestly, assuming they, that what they say is real, I think it right. is. It, and you know, they usually have a little backstory for like, you know, why why are you hiring me? And like, you know, somebody's like husband died, or their fiance cheated on them, or something. And you know, I, I, I get it. I don't know. It's it's weird. All right. It's All right. refreshingly let, let, open. Let, let's roll it back here for a second. Let's go over just <laughs> kind of how to get here. <laughs> Kind of, I'll talk about episode one and what happens, episode two, what okay. happens. And then we hear into the minutia of, you know, why people are at these gigolos. Sure. Because we could talk specifics, I guess. Uh, so they introduce five people in the beginning of the show. Brace, he's a guy that eats dessert first. What sort of name is Brace? Vin, Jimmy, Steven, and Nick. Uh, they The first episode, there was three clients. Brace went on client number one. Uh, she snorted a lot. Yeah, uh, she was an esthetician. Uh, Jimmy was client number two. Jimmy did not like this person. No, it was a girl <laughs> from. Uh, I think she. Yeah, she came from Sacramento, and she was. We'll, we'll, get, Vegas. we'll get into it. Uh, uh, they banged. Both of them banged their clients. Uh, They're very much like Ricky Martin. <laughs> they bang. Uh, oh, my favorite Adult Swim <laughs> show, Rick and Martin. <laughs> then uh, I believe it was Brace was watching porn for research. Uh, yep. That was a pretty funny scene. Uh, and <laughs> uh, client three was Vin. Uh, and Brace was depressed. And there was like a pep talk then in that episode. You're so off. Yeah, yeah. The client is not Vin. That's the person who was yeah. serving the client. Vin, Vin went on client number and three. Then, and then Jimmy was depressed because he wants to buy... Uh, I'll talk about Jimmy. Jimmy wants later. a new life. Jimmy's oh, depressed. Jimmy was depressed. Yeah, I, Jimmy's My depressed. notes are wrong. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Vin notes. goes to hang out with uh, the woman who is just... Who's a widow, I believe, in her backyard. And they just kiss. Like, they don't do anything. It was the only one who don't bang. Yeah. And then episode two, uh, Steven goes out with a rich business owner at a restaurant. Uh, some public PDA to the next level. Yeah. Wait, no, no. PDA, this... the P is for public. It's, I would say, indiscriminate in public. I'm so lost. I'm so <laughs> yeah. lost. P- PDA stands for public display of affection. I yeah. literally didn't know that until just now. Like, <laughs> so I knew what it meant. I just didn't realize that's what yeah, the initials. I can't. I mean, I said public twice. I'm sorry. I, I, but yeah, I guess when, when, I, when I think of it, it's more of um, uh, like visible, like or you know, no, making... no noticeable display of affection. Sure, this is public, indiscriminate. 
they were kissing. That like that's that's pretty public. Yeah, and then they're, she was, you know, I, I know we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking yeah. Okay, moving on, moving on. Yeah. So uh, they went to a restaurant. Yeah. So then Brace gets a dog in this episode, yeah. and that's great. going great. Who is the rapper dude? What's his Nick. name? Nick is some sort of rapper. Is peer pressuring all these other five four bros to come to his rap Jiggle-o's. show. Jiggles, jiggle bros. <laughs> uh, braces dog eats one of his shoes, and hence he loses memories. Uh, Jimmy goes out with a client that he's just not really in the mood for, and uh, may or may not have faked an orgasm. Yeah, uh, and then there was a rap show. Man, imagine being that client and like being like, damn it, he got me. Why does she care? I mean, you know. Ended the she, night a little early. Ended the night a little early. She should demand a refund. Just, you know, call up MasterCard and say, hey, I want to <laughs> do a chargeback on this jiggle. All right. You don't pay for them with a MasterCard. No, you just swipe it in their butt cheeks. Ah, right, of course. All right. So Man, I can't wait for computers to get better. So that's kind of an overview of how the show went. It's just a bunch of clients, little little things about their life. And we got to roll back to client number one here with the private basketball court where okay. she was, they were both playing. She was completely naked. Yep. And yep. he was in some sort of boxer really briefs. Boxer yeah, he was in boxer briefs. briefs. Uh, so first off, they're fucking for a bit. Then they cut to this. Then they cut to uh, Brace saying like, you know, yeah, I really like it when I have a good connection with the client. Then they cut to like, you know, they, them just fucking <laughs> on the bathroom floor. He's like, I think it really helps with the yada, yada, yada. It cuts to them like fucking on some sort of uh, kitchen table or something. Kitchen counter. <laughs> kitchen counter. It was yeah. just like. Very funny editing. Very good. Good job. Very, well very, very good editing. Yeah. I want to know how off, how frequent, like common it is to have a private basketball court. And why does this woman have a private basketball court? So I've definitely seen these. Like, if you have a lot of space in the backyard, I forgot. It's called like Fun Court or I forgot the name of it, but. Basically, it's not uncommon in like cheap land suburbia. Oh, it's called a night court. No, no, the material. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, I mean I've definitely I've yeah. seen like a basketball court, but not like yeah. private enclosed basketball court where you can play naked. In I don't it, know, I've seen it. You know, and also at a house seemingly owned or rented by a single woman in her 30s you know maybe she's super into basketball but like it just was weird it was just weird she was was 36 yeah and we don't know exactly where she lives but i'm assuming it's just really cheap real estate like Uh, it's probably two hundred thousand dollars to buy that thing sure yeah you're not wrong i mean yeah i i get it it was just like the juxtapose of the banging and then just ending up yeah. being naked playing basketball was just like, wait, what? Hey, Bra- yeah. Brace had a good night. Brace definitely seemed like he was enjoying. I hope he enjoyed himself. He seemed like he was enjoying. Like, she was my favorite client because she seemed like she really owned getting the value she wanted at, at a brace. Where the other clients, I, I don't like. They didn't seem as confident. Is getting exactly what they I mean, they're on TV hiring a gigolo. I mean, like, 
I could definitely see it not like work, working out as being so as confident. Yeah. No, it, it makes sense. Oh, by the way, the shirt he wore for that day. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Yeah. Imagine, imagine a deep V, but it's actually a deep U. And you're just like, I, I can't describe it's, it's this. It's very thing. pink. It's like almost the color of his like skin. He's very tan. Yeah, he's very tan. Just like if you're wearing a t-shirt right now, imagine the cut goes down to like directly above your nipple, sort of curves around so you can see that man cleavage and back <laughs> right back up again. It was buck wild. <laughs> yeah, it, it was not a good look. So to go back a little bit in fashion history, that style of shirt actually became very fashionable in like 2008, 2010 or so. Um, there are a lot of shirts that did something like that. Okay. Um, but that one looked a lot more trashy because usually those shirts, they didn't have like um, a normal like t-shirt collar. It would, you know, like your t-shirt collar has like the little ridges on it. Like they kind of like sew it together and seam it. They would just be loose. And that was pretty trendy like in the two, 2010s. And I feel like he just got like a really bad rip off of that and still wears it. All right. Uh, so next class. <laughs> I, I, I'm just trying to teach. I just yeah. realized, don't know what to well, say about yeah. that. Yeah. No, I'm uh, just going to move on. Next thing is uh, Jimmy has been mentioning that like, you know, he kind of wants not a life reset necessarily, but he's not really happy with what he's up to. He definitely wants a life reset. Yeah. He definitely is very depressed in both these episodes. Yeah. Um, he's uh, trying to find himself. J- Jimmy seems like the most real person on the show to me. Maybe Vin. I I, I might just be very on board with people you don't named like, Vin or Vinny. You don't like Brace? What do you mean real? I actually thought Brace is surprisingly vulnerable and real. Brace is true to himself. I don't yeah. know. Uh, correction. Jimmy seems the most, uh, the person... I could connect with in real life the most. Brace seems like an insane person. Yeah, Brace seems really weird if you meet him in life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is a black woman. From that, Sacramento. That has like, I really dislike people that have like face piercings. And she had like a piercing like underneath her lip. In between the, the chin and the lip. What are they yeah. called? I don't know what that's called. Yeah, me neither. Uh, the only uh, thing worse is Princess like Princess Charletta. <laughs> Uh, I feel bad for your first I really don't like nose rings. Uh, Yeah. uh, Whatever. Um, Anyway, she had a fiance 24 days before they were supposed to get married. He said, I'm not feeling it. I don't like the way you look. At that time, she had 12 tattoos. She now has 53. This was five years ago. This is five years ago. This seems like you should probably get over this by now. Uh, tell me about should. her romantic life since then. I don't remember. Uh, oh, she, oh this she's is good. been she's been online dating, and Be- people. Oh, you want the quote? I yeah. So, quote so let me yeah. let me tee this up. So, uh, her and Jimmy they're having a drink in her hotel room, and she then does the one on one with the camera. And she says, you know, people are intimidated to come up to me because I got these tattoos and piercing. And so I have to do online dating. And then Chris uh, fills in. <laughs> then she said, because I'm still single because guys are dumber than shit. Dumber than shit. Directly. She's not wrong. No, not not wrong. Not wrong. 
Uh, she kept talking to Jimmy about his hair. And Jimmy yeah. just did not want to talk about his hair. He's like, no. why are we talking about my hair? He uses two products, though. It's <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> Jimmy's just not in the mood for any of the things he was doing in any of these episodes. The voiceover during this was like, it's really nice when you have a connection with your client <laughs> and the juxtaposition between that clearly not happening was, again, really great editing. Yeah. It, was, it was kind of funny, though, how they shot it. It was almost like a porn in the sense that you could see the conversation was so strained and bad. And then like 10 seconds later, they, they cut. Uh, and then they're getting naked on her bed. And then she starts giving him a blowjob. <laughs> like it, it was as porn esque as you can kind of like script out. Yeah. It was definitely like, yeah, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And then cuts right to that. <laughs> you, know, you know what Tommy Pickle says? A baby's got to do what a baby's got to do. That would be a good tattoo. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> then after <laughs> after this client, <laughs> we're moving on. Moving on, people. So we was uh, J- uh, brace was watching porn out yeah. in like this man. Is it like would that be like a mansion that they're in? Like this house is a little nuts. Uh, it is very be, nuts. It's got to be Brace's house. So this appears to be Brace's house. Brace's home decor is Thai antique store fakes for dumb tourists. Does this make sense I, to you guys? It, it it does. I actually think it's even beyond Thai. It, it's kind of Trump meets cultural appropriation in Vegas. Yes. Like that, that is. So do you, th- do you think that brace, like he's the guy that running this whole like escort business and that's like his house. I don't think that's the case because didn't yeah. they didn't in your description they say like one guy is like running? It's anonymous. I don't, I don't who's know running that. it? Uh, I mean, I mean, it could be Brace and they hide that, but the power dynamic didn't really portray him as the manager. Yeah, he, he seems to be doing okay. Yeah, it, it seems like just like the place they all live. It's unclear how they got there. I f- I feel like Brace lives there, and so does somebody else the i think they all live there Nick? Uh, anyway so like yeah open scene brace is sitting in front of a laptop you hear some porn sounds nick walks in he says damn it nick i gotta lock the doors nick sits down says what you doing brace looks at this computer that's you know he hasn't paused it or anything it's still making those porn sounds and it's just like research <laughs> It's too good. It's un. He claims his client told him to do it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. His yeah. his he says his client said you gotta check out this video. They're doing some insane stuff. Then they talk about like porn has changed people. They talk about face fucking somebody so hard that they vomit. Yep. <laughs> there the, and there's one other thing. You remember? No. Uh, upside down ball gag. Yeah. Upside down ball gag. Which like. That doesn't seem that that wild. I just technically that seems hard. Just to hangs the ball gagging seems easy, but just to hang someone upside down. Sure, yeah, uh, that yeah. seems hard. Yeah. Uh oh, we missed something on date one. Hit me. Oh my god. <laughs> I was, okay. I thought I was gonna tee you up for it, but then I was like, yeah. All right. So date one, Cindy. She snorts more than. Is average. Well, I mean, 
she definitely snorts. I don't know. We don't know. We're not with these people. The editing makes it seem like this person snorts a lot. Yeah. Is, is this why Cindy's single? It's, it, it's really unfortunate. It's possible. She's pretty hot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, compared to all the clients we've seen, she's the hottest. She, yeah. it, it, she definitely is not someone from physical looks. You'd be like, I can see why people wouldn't be attracted to you. No, she, she is an attractive woman. Cindy, I hope you're doing good. Yeah, yeah, I really hope so. <laughs> I like your was that there. a snort just there? It, nice. it, it was a very baby one. Nice. Just so I, I actually find it like physically painful to snort. <gasps> doesn't uh, it, it? Really doesn't bode well for me. So uh, as we go through this, Jimmy is trying to find a house, right? Jimmy? No, it, no, no, no. He he wants he to wants move to, to get a lo- condo. Yeah, he wants to get a loan to buy a condo. Yeah, and since he's a gigolo, he's no reported income. He's got no savings. Uh, he has a check that he got for some job. Un- an unknown when he just it was it was he holding says, on a couple to this months uh, a couple months ago. So yeah, yeah like the right. scene is he sits down with like some financial advisor or something. A loan officer says, yeah. "I want a loan to get a house. Here's my situation." He then spurts out literally the. Every last thing a loan officer doesn't want to hear. Yeah, terrible. Job. What's your credit? It's okay. Yeah. Well, his Not whole great. his whole approach here was just kind of shaking your head at, at him. He was like depressed. He walked in there and just acted depressed and like no one's going to give you a loan in that situation. Well, he rambled. So he goes in. He's like, "Well, I used to be an entertainer and the model," and he kind of like rambles. Uh, I do things here and there. That's yeah. not what a loan officer the, wants. The thing, though, we were questioning at the time before it was clear he didn't ha- doesn't have a W-2 for the gigolo business, if the gigolo business is legal because they have the brothels in Vegas and they're definitely filing well, taxes. The brothels are outside Vegas. I Sorry, N- Nevada. 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 Yeah. Nevada. You have to go outside. Like, Las Vegas itself does not. You have to go yeah. to a county away. Incorrectly, I was using those two in- interchangeably. Uh, but yes. So like, I, I think that was something interesting to find out that, okay, this is not a legal business. Otherwise they would be filing, you know, yeah, he would have taxable income. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can still have taxable income. It just, you could pay taxes on it, which you probably should regardless of where he got it. I mean, who, it who knows? It, if you're getting paid here. in cash, you need like legally you should claim that. Now do people, a lot of people get paid in cash claim that that's, their own thing uh he also says he, he's got to take care of himself and that costs money this is what his reasoning for not yeah. having any savings so does that mean he's gotten like plastic surgery or i don't like, think no, so his no. teeth like what does he yeah. spend all his money on like clothes so he talks about that and then he's like oh also i like to go to concerts and <laughs> da, 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 and yeah 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 uh, who knows? I don't know. Wait, how, how are you guys so confused at this? Like, you get skincare products, and that's so that, that could be cleaning, moisturizing, suntan, and it's probably like high end products. Then there's but hair he products. He doesn't need high end products. But in, for him, for his p- profession, he has to show up, and at least he's told himself. Yeah, he yeah. Needs all I'm these not things. saying that he doesn't need any of those products. I'm not confused. You just said he doesn't need any of these. He doesn't products. need the high end products. 
I'm not confused. I'm just saying that's a that's probably a lot of money to blow on like moisturizer. Probably. You know, he has his hair products, teeth whitening. Have you ever seen like a woman's wardrobe or a medicine cabinet? Yeah, yeah. Full of that stuff. Right. Not not most people I know aren't broke. But you know This guy is clearly not good with his money and we don't know why. Likely. We also don't know how much these guys are getting paid. Uh, yeah. They're they're top I mean, of the line escorts, man. Top of the yeah. line. You know what? We looked it up for uh, a Mediterranean boat. Look it up, Chris. <laughs> no, you look it up. <laughs> my, you just don't want it in my. You well, just want exactly. it in your Google history. I mean, uh, do you think it's you, uh, use DuckDuck? A hundred bucks? No. They're Over paid or under? like a thousand bucks at least. A thousand bucks? Oh yeah. No. Oh, easily. De- I- uh, no way. I I I, th- I think it's a minimum hundred bucks. Like, what are we talking about? No, no, no. So way. I think the fee structure is likely a minimum base rate, right? It's like let's say two hundred bucks even to I show up, and we then there's no an way rate. to talk about this conversation without more data. Yeah. Okay. I'm no, gonna, no. But how how would you structure? It's just set up per like you either a whole night or you do per hour. If it's like a no, whole no, no, night, no. it's like a thousand or two thousand bucks for I, sure. I definitely not. No way. You do. These you do, are like hot men. They're coming to bang you. You think they're coming to bang you for a hundred bucks? That guy You're left insane. so quickly. No, no. There, there's a base rate to even show up because you want to make it worth the time. Then there's an hourly rate on top of that. I'm so tuned out of this conversation. I cannot describe. <laughs> there's definitely. I mean, there's sure. It, there's probably some hourly rate kind of base pay you could do but there's also the boyfriend experience where they're there the whole night they, they cost doesn't really like, show uh, that they don't they, they make this look like much more it is a service like you get it for a couple hours and uh cool bye no i, just, do I don't you, really do want to you tip your male escorts uh sometimes it, sometimes okay um let's move on to episode two well, we didn't get to. I wanted to mention the. Well, we didn't mention client three, but I don't know if there's really anything to really talk they about. They just make out. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I liked at the end of the episode was kind of a pep talk for Jimmy. Oh yeah, that was kind of cool. Much of a pep talk though. No, I mean I I get it, but like it kind of reminded me a lot of like uh, Queer Eye, like just kind of like yeah, this yeah, kind yeah. of like bros getting together, bring building people up, like. You know, I really like that part of the episode. That's fair. Uh, I do have one more minutia. Uh, client two, the woman with all the tattoos. Uh, what's his name? Jimmy said, "Like, I Jimmy. like to see the best in people." And then there's a, a camera close up of her boobs, and just good, good editing again. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some <laughs> solid editing. Really, really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Who, whoever's looking after that. Episode two. Bravo to you, sir. Or ma'am. I I have three notes on episode two. Okay. I don't know where it starts. All right. I got I got I got some notes. You got client four with Steven. This was the restaurant. Oh yeah. The rich business owner comes in and loves what I would call extreme PDA. Yeah. She like, loves to be I don't know. It's, they seem to be on the very same page. Like, Steven's gone with this person, escorted with this person a bunch of times. 
seems to be Steven's Seem, seems to be a regular. His his specialty seems to be like long term, almost a relationship, but without you know all the emotional baggage I guess that comes with that. Yep. Uh, and you know they're sitting this restaurant. Steven makes the woman take her panties off and give it to him, and, and like it just escalates it escalates a bunch from there. Yeah, it was it was you know there was yeah. also some good editing in that too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there was some sort of uh, that's actually even more extreme thinking about it. Because there's obviously cameramen in the restaurant. And so you, there's already tension on them. Do you think that there's like turned her on even more that there were a camera there? 100%. That, that, that's to be, that seems to be her gig. Um, a quick update from the internet corner. Hit me. Quora seems like for a higher end, 200 to $400 an hour with a minimum two-hour commitment. For higher end escorts, okay. But reading through it, there's a lot of people like for most service jobs are like they don't give a number, and they're saying it really varies depending on the quality. So the I'm one just saying like number. these high end people definitely charge in a bunch. Like it might not be as much if you're on the show, like yep. you get the sh- you get the Mediterranean boat discount because you're on the show. Yeah, like could you yeah. imagine? <laughs> I mean, for like, Instead of it yeah. being $400 an hour, it's like 50 bucks an hour. So you're like way more likely to do it because you save a ton of money just to be on the show. So to Max's question, do you tip? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> this, I mean, so you tip because you want you had good service and you want good service going forward. So, I mean, if you don't want good service going forward, I, I guess you don't really have to, but... That's true. Like, if you were the Stephen like date relationship, if that woman's not tipping, Stephen could be excited to come back the next time. Like, there's definitely like, you know, maybe when you set it up, they're like, okay, this includes everything. You don't tip. Yeah, could be like some sort of relationship they set up, but I don't think so. That's true. Yeah, I I think like this is gonna go a little bit higher level. Like the whole concept, just like paying for companionship still just feels so unrelatable to me. But even though, like, in Japan, right, like, or at least in Tokyo, very common, right, to have... I forgot what the name was, but, like, when, when the uh, salary men go get to their girlfriend? Uh, uh, hosts. It, it, I know what the women looking for, like, guys thing is, where they have, like, these bars with hosts who are just, like nice guys and you just sort of talk about stuff. it's the same th- yeah, yeah yeah the yeah. same thing right but like they build up like hostess yeah Host, like five yeah. 15 year relationships with these people and then they don't even have any sexual contact it's yeah, just talking i don't know uh yeah yeah i mean sometimes people have difficult parts of their life you saw what happened here yeah like your widow your you know husband dies of cancer like you can't get over your ex from five years ago like Becomes difficult and you're willing to spend money. I get it. You know, America, just like we get it in our mind that that's not good or like, you know, it's preached at us that we shouldn't pay for something like that. And, uh, and uh, there's, I think it's more of a mental block than you're thinking that like, 
you can't picture this ever happening. You could totally do this. And yeah. like, I don't think it would be bad for you if you did in any aspect, but I, there is like an aspect of American culture that makes it feel wrong. I agree. I, I, I to be specific, I wouldn't say this in my mind, it's bad or good. Cause I, I agree with exactly what, what you said. And I think it's awesome if you could pay for that service. I do find it interesting on what you were talking about that like they're solving some problem with sex, which seems fascinating. Right? Like the, even the 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 gigolos are like, yeah, basically I fucked the problems out of them. I mean, it's just you come in, they talk about your problems, and then they give you some endorphin rush and then they leave your life and there's no baggage, there's nothing. Like I don't really think there's anything wrong with that, but it's like conditionally, definitely I have to think beyond like just service level thoughts. Like I have to be like, is there anything wrong with that? Hmm. Like, do you have, you have to go past like just, you know, try to get past that kind of barrier. I think that exists. Right. Like logically that seems perfectly sensical. It's like, yeah, you want something and you can go buy it. Right. Like, that makes sense, but there's like yeah, there's something more intangible. Like something just feels just not on point. It's not for everyone. I want to talk right. about my favorite rapper of all time. Let's go to favorite rapper. What's his name? Uh, Nick. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite rapper. Wait. Okay. No. He's got to. He's got to change his name. Nick. What is his rap name? It was Nick something. I don't know. He said it so fast. All right. All right. Here's here's an idea. He's a gigolo, right? Yeah. Who's a famous rapper? Puff Daddy. Jigglypuff. Think about it. Not bad. Not not bad. All right. Uh, Yeah. So we see Nick at the recording studio, and he's like playing this rap that just doesn't work. It really doesn't. This sounds like a seventh grader who just discovered like Eminem is like I know what rap is now I know how to rap it's so bad it's unbelievable that that, that one verse was so bad but like sometimes his verses are good and I'm like the guy the guy has no flow none um his lyrics are just like you know surface level baby lyrics and then it cuts to him like in the studio, like, you know, yeah, not everybody's going to get my my music or whatever. I'm like, no, everybody understands exactly what you're saying. You just fucking suck. He's really bad. I'm sorry, Nick. It, I, I thought it was mediocre. Really? It, I don't it, know. It definitely reminds me of Jamie Kennedy, Malibu's Most Wanted. Just, it's real. This is a reference that just passed over my head. <laughs> uh, I know of the movie. I've never seen it. it uh, I mean... You you probably get the gist of it, but uh, yeah, he was he is a satire of a rapper. It is so bad. Uh, that said, he comes up with a little hook going down on the strip. It is very catchy. It sticks in your head. I think some of his verses are just bad, but overall, his song was meh. Uh, I, 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 he is I the worst part of that. that song. Let's put that out there. That's fair. That's fair. 
Yeah, I, I the mean, the sample is fine. All right, well, let's uh, let's uh, let's move on from this. The for now, let's just talk about the end of the episode. We can roll back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. the end. There was the live rap show. Jimmy yeah. ends up showing up, even though he said he wasn't going to. Well, so he, he had a client. A, he had a client, uh, a woman who takes him to a strip club. Yeah, we'll get, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna end this rap conversation. Oh, oh you okay. Then you go back. All right, all right. Uh, and at the end of the episode, they had like clips of what all of the other men said about his rap. No <laughs> one said a good thing. They were just like, "Oh, I'm proud of him. He went up there. He did it. You know, it wasn't terrible." <laughs> Jimmy saying it wasn't terrible really made my night. Uh, and <laughs> so that was pretty. That was a pretty good way to end. It was just like, yeah. This, terrible rap as you guys it's you know it's not good uh and you know all these people not saying a solid good thing about it was great and then i guess one thing before we get to the last client yeah was uh brace gets that dog yeah yeah and he makes like some sort of comment about how all these like men try to get like really big dogs and they're dumb i'm gonna go with this like really froofy dog or whatever because i don't need a dog to like prove my masculine or improve my masculinity or whatever and uh i agree with him yeah me too yeah i thought his little uh camera time there was like he seemed the most uh, the most relatable at that moment, because he is just like a caricature of kind of like an aging. He's definitely like an age, aging gigolo for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, but he's comfortable. He's he seems very comfortable with that. He's he just like it. he right. knows what he's doing. He knows what he's up to. This is his life. And, you know, he's just dealing with it. Uh, and 100%. helping these like younger gigolos, it seems. Yeah. Like you look at him and you're just like this guy's terrible, but then because he's so okay being himself, you're like, oh, this guy's okay. Ooh, you know who he kind of reminds me of? Um, that polygamist guy with the oh, three wives. Oh, yeah. Sister wives? Yeah, Sister yeah. Wives. I don't know. Just like... Kind of. I mean, he definitely has better hair than the sister wives. Sure, <laughs> sure. I'm just saying like sort of uh, facial features and coloring reminds me of that guy. Uh, and just and being a weirdo. I wanted to confront Noah now. Noah says he wants a dog, but he won't get one. Yeah, true. Why, why not, Noah? Responsibility. You, what kind of responsibility are you scared of here? For, Having, you know, 10, 20 years, it's getting up early in the morning, especially in Seattle when it's raining, to get up early, take the dog out, and then you have to get home from work, make sure you, you take the dog out. You know that, yeah. But then you get the love and caring affection of your dog, right? So I decided to make the trade off that uh, you know that's not not enough. I I think his calculus is correct. I don't I don't know. You should just get one. Yeah, I, I mean, I just don't want that level of guilt and responsibility. What kind of guilt are we talking about here now? Because then there's going to be times the dog's waiting at home longer than you want it to be. And then you're like, oh, man, I should hire, like, a fancy sitter and walker. And then that comes out to, like, $100, $200 a week. You know, like, it's just all these things that I just do not want to deal with by myself. If I'm with someone or I'm in a suburbia or a dog that can go outside, like, again, the calculus changes. But in a condo in Seattle, 
No. If I'm in a nice place like L.A. where it's always nice outside, then it gets easier to do the the morning thing, right? Like, so again, it's about time and place. Man, there's a dog at a shelter that would really like a home in Seattle in a condo. Chris, you should get a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Can't have dogs in my apartment, guys. So why don't you get a cat? Can't have any pets. No, uh, no pets. What about a pet rock? <laughs> you get a pet rock. What about those rocks on the street? You're just leaving there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right. None of the g- end of the guilt trip with Noah. <laughs> uh, Let's talk about. The client. Client number th- th- five. This is like a shout out to Jewish moms on Yom Kippur. Just like <laughs> the, uh, the the guilt trip on the pod. I, was I just get- wanted to get deep into your emotions. That's all. Thank you. Deep the emotional break with Noah. That, that's all I want from friendship. Uh, Yeah. Client number five. I'm not sure that this was the same night as the, the rap concert. I feel like it's just made up drama bullshit. Sure. Or uh, Jimmy gets picked up at the airport and taken right to a strip club. And bangs the client in the VIP room at the strip club. I have so many questions. Which I can't believe they did not. Well, I can't believe now that they banged in the back that they didn't show the name of the strip club. Because like as we were, they were rolling up. I'm like, oh, this is definitely like a paid endorsement. But then they never showed the name of the strip club. And I guess them banging the back is not great for the strip club. Yep. So I guess are that you makes allowed sense. to do that? Like obviously, like, people know that's what like things like that go down in the champagne room VIP room. But like, is that legally? Obviously, they're gonna look the other way. But I'm sure it happens all the time. Right. I, I, you right. just mean from a right. legal standpoint, is it okay to have an establishment where people fuck? No, it's not okay. No, no, no. like just no, it's not okay because. They're back there, and they've paid to be back there, and they're paying for it. No, but they're not paying for the sex. They're paying for the space. So like, it, it's almost like a hotel room argument, right? Like, obviously, you can have sex in a hotel room. Yeah. Right? Like, it's I feel like not that you get to this point of, like, oh, well, we know what it's obviously for, so you can't just, like, pretend like it's not happening. Like, the government says that that, that doesn't work. Like I, you can't I, just be, you just can't be like, hey, I'm on Craigslist. Give me 200 roses for you know to come over, because then they'll be like, well, that doesn't that doesn't work. Like it, you still get arrested for that. If it's like that's why all these torrent sites get shut down because it's like, oh, you know what that's for. That's not like you can't pretend like, oh, this is for public domain free torrent stuff. I don't. There's no private movies on here. There's no like none of that happens on this. Like that's bullshit, and they know it. So you no. I I don't know. I actually think those arguments are different because like they actually are trading copyrighted content in the pirate case. What the hell is Noah talking? I don't, about? I don't understand. Like I'm, I, I'm like I'm like the torrent stuff, right? Like you could actually trace. Like yeah, there's yeah. If you're on if you're on the piratebay.com or whatever dot su or wherever they're at whatever, right now, whatever. Yeah. Like. They're 100% in the wrong because you only go there to download illegal content. You know you don't go there to download, you know, the latest Linux version or whatever. I I, I know, but... I have unironically done exactly that. Yeah, I mean, you can, but that's not what people go there to do. Sure. It's a different argument. This is getting off, but... I actually think it's a very different argument. How is this a different argument? This has no. This has nothing to do with strippers. I have no idea what you guys are talking mm-hmm. about. You're paying for a private area, right? Like, yeah, th- that you, that is what you you're paying. You can for. go to a hotel. 
Right. And so why is that any different? Uh, I think we're in the weeds here. I don't yeah, know. No, I don't I, really know. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, it happens. So, like, and I don't see strip clubs being shut down. So. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, definitely. I, it's a, yeah. Anyway. I do hear of nightclubs being sh- shut down. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 I have a question. Uh, after you're done with your uh, escort, do you rate them? Haha, I don't care. Ratings time. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, you, wait, you didn't finish the date in the strip club, though. Oh, what fuck. do you want to talk about? He's right. He's right. There is a important thing, which yeah. is they're fucking in the back room. And then there's some like dumb oh, you know, reality yeah. bullshit where uh, the guy says, yeah, I just couldn't get my mind off Nick uh, having his rap Nick rap thing. <laughs> so he, you know, sort of fakes a orgasm and away he goes. And she's like, damn it, guy, you you're greedy or whatever. You're selfish. Yeah. Selfish. Selfish. I question maybe maybe that's like just a cover for him like actually finishing early. If you're paying this 200 to 400 bucks for an hour and you go like an hour and 20 minutes, do you pay for that full second hour well, or is it like prorated? Well, if it's two hour minimum, you're definitely paying for that second uh, hour. Okay. Ratings. <laughs> no, you're definitely. Yeah. It's like a massage, right? You, you, All right. I'm going to go with middle third. Yep. Uh, I think <laughs> that, you know, I love the pep talk. I love the like, just like everyone being, you know, working out and being kind of a f- crew like helping each other and like just being like adults you don't see that too often sure like just men being men and helping each other out just isn't shown and you know the softcore porn aspects were really funny it was great editing and it was just kind of but all the extraneous reality like the dog thing and the rapping thing just like made me immediately want to go to my phone so yeah that's middle third 100 percent. okay i'm gonna say Middle third, top of the middle. It was interesting. I don't really need to watch anymore, but, uh, you know, uh, it was absolutely not the show I expected to see. What do you got for us? Noah? In the middle, top of the middle, it held my attention. I think the novelty of what they're doing is pretty interesting. I think there's a lot more depth to uncover, which is why they got the six seasons. Like, Brace was by far the main character and Jimmy to a second degree hmm. of what, what we watched. And so I think there's probably more to uncover with um, each of the guys, especially as you, if you get to a point to be a gigolo, you probably got some shit to go through. I mean, I don't know. Likely. Uh, I mean, being a gigolo will give you like some emotional problems for sure. That's what I mean, right? Like these guys got like some to bads. get to an emo- to get to the emotional state to be a gigolo. I don't know. Sounds like you were just hot and you wanted money. I don't know if that's like. I don't know if you're, you know, emotionally scarred to become a gigolo. They definitely got some failures in there to get to that state. Likely, maybe. Likely, I'm making. This I'm not a psychologist. I'm making. This we're talking about through our ass this whole episode. Don't treat anything we're talking about with any sense of, you know, professionalism at yeah. all. Isn't that the definition of podcast? Ah, we're bantering. It's fair. Yeah, it's podcast. Uh, one twist to, to throw in here. Do you think all the dates 
are actually porn stars themselves. No. And this is their venue to getting discovered. No, no this is too boring to be fake. The only person that I think that could be would be like client number one. The really hot client number one, season two, episode one opener, possibly could be a porn actress. I client think the, number the strip two, club. Strip club could be a porn actor. That's true. The grad graduate student. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was her title. Like maybe she I is. Like, I was like, okay. <laughs> uh but client number two definitely was not a porn actress. Most likely. I mean, you're right. It could be, you know, they found all those people from like the you know, backroom couch casting or whatever, and yeah. just like doesn't really matter. Yep. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to Amer- American Vandal. Season ah. two came out. It's good. Follow up is just as good as season one. And if you haven't watched season one, it is amazing. Uh, if you get weirded out by episode one, just just watch like a couple episodes. It really is just kind of the show with a ridiculous premise, and they take it so seriously. It makes it so good. And it's like more about just kind of like high school life and young life than anything. And I think it captures it really well. And, uh, is it the same characters in season two? Season two is the same documentary people. So there's like... Yeah, the, the two kids. The two kids running the documentary yeah. go to a different school running the documentary. Oh, interesting. Okay. So like it's a whole okay. new school, which means they do drop my favorite character from season one. The, the like main the guy. main focus the main guy yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah he was really good yeah he's good uh which he's not in season two uh it did take a couple episodes for me to get into season two but like if you enjoyed season one you'll enjoy season two did you see eighth grade chris no you may see the way you describe what you liked about uh american vandal eighth grade i liked eighth grade um yeah i i, I would say best film of the year for for me and just like the rawness of understanding or like getting put back into middle school high high school and the insecurity of being a girl in that like age is just like yeah insane. i'll watch it i just think american vandal definitely shows a side of high school that usually doesn't get shown like the funniness and like the seriousness of like dumb shit like which doesn't really get shown so like yeah that's kind of any got a shout out, Max? You watch anything? Uh, you reading anything on your phone right there? Shout through the heart. Uh, at least for season one, all the women were paid. On Jigglos? Yeah. Uh, okay, Showtime, your 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 bands. I mean, it kind of makes sense. So, like in this like softcore porn, that both sides get paid. They didn't pay the gigolos. They didn't pay the gigolos in N- season one. No, no, like the it, the show paid the gigolos yeah, yeah. and the women. Yeah, because if you're if you're the women did not pay the gigolos. If you're producing a porn, sure. I just uh, so I mean, you're saying that I may be more correct than wrong. Correct. You're definitely correct. Like both of them are porn stars at that point. Right. The, yep. I, the more you th- like, I think these people are actually gigolos. It seems like, I mean, yeah, at, at this point, who knows? 
But I do think for this show, it makes sense to pay both sides. Yeah, I mean, if I, well, actually, in order, how does rally show con- competition happen generally? Get something right. Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, it's, as, so below deck Mediterranean, or whatever you paid like fifty thousand instead of two hundred thousand yeah. to be on the boat. Right, I, I, right, but I'm I'm assuming any like main character in a reality show, there's probably like some. You definitely get paid based on how many episodes are on and how yeah, long. So, but. In order for Showtime to show this porn, like it can't be like, you know, it can't be illegal. Sure, they gotta pay everybody like a dollar. I don't know. I don't fucking so, know. Yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, back to shoutouts. <laughs> you got any shoutouts? I I finished all there was to see so far, like four months, four weeks ago. But the new Terrace House is so good. That is nice. Isn't the new Terrace House like? Don't they come out every four weeks? Uh, the next one comes out in October, like it, like it, a new Terrace House. No, no, no. the uh, the new season of the existing season, or the new the next eight episodes of the current season. You don't watch the Japanese illegal Japanese subs. No, but I've thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got any shout outs? You watch anything? Yeah, I'm trying to. Wait. We saw uh, we saw a movie, right? New Bojack Horseman is out. I haven't watched it. Yeah, yet. I haven't watched it either. I watched an episode. Oh, shout out to um, fantasy football. It's fun. I <laughs> am shocked. Uh, no, and I went and saw a simple yeah. favor. Simple favor. Yeah. Uh, that was it. Was good. Yeah. It, it was like yeah. a funny thriller. I think the third act kind of isn't fantastic, but other than that, it was great. Yeah, I, I I'd say it's kind of too clever that like the movie tries to make you feel like you're in on it, but then the movie is telling you that like they know that they're writing, so you make it makes you feel that way. Uh yeah, so it it's it's good. I see why it's getting to praise. The acting is excellent. Uh but I, I think it's just a little over the top in their cleverness to be like, wow, this film kills it. I saw uh, the John show looking for his daughter on the computer movie. Searching. 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 It was pretty good. I was in the running. I almost went and saw that instead. Yeah. Uh, I'll put in three shout outs. Uh, so oh, I've just man. been casually watching this show. It's casual. Burn. No? <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. It's burn. Yeah. One week. No? Okay, Since you looked on. at me. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Thank you. Moving on. Thank you. Uh Five days. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a show called Casual. It's a Hulu show, uh, but it's like casually going through it. It's the premise is interesting. It's a brother and sister, and they're both in like their midlife crisis uh, and how they go about their lives. So I, I think it's shot pretty well. Um, it definitely starts to get pretty slow quickly, but whatever. And then I'll give a shout out to uh, Mr. Burt Reynolds. For uh, two movies, this is my second and third shout out of White Lightning uh, and Gata. Oh man! Yeah, uh, white. <laughs> yeah, White Lightning. Uh, enjoyable. I'd say it's kind of like a Dukes of Hazard in movie format. It's it definitely Dukes of Hazard movie format, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, they cast in that, and but then Burt Reynolds, I guess. Uh, 
in you know wanting to be ambitious and good good for him he uh directed and starred in his own sequel to the movie called gator terrible terrible film well watch the first 10 minutes yeah which is entertaining (laughs) yeah they have this amazing boat chase and this amazing song and that's it yeah but white lightning pretty fun like yeah there's just like a bunch of car chases everyone's super sweaty super sweaty (laughs) so weird it's so realistic (laughs) i mean and burt reynolds plays this ubermensch that can't lose and gets the woman and you know typical you know (laughs) typical movie pretty much yeah uh uh, it's a good shout out because we definitely we watched that in honor of archer and burt reynolds yep over the weekend so uh, all right. Well, you can uh, find us on Twitter at Hoop of the Sun. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Hoop of the Sun. You can email us questions and suggestions at Hoop of the Sun at gmail.com. And please rate us on iTunes. It really helps. Or Spotify. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.